that's like beforehand. Um, I was in a car accident. Um, it'll be 11 years in June, this June. Um, it was, uh, that was up for the accident. I was a three-sport letter athlete all four years. And um, yeah, um, I was cross-country gymnastics and track. And um, that's the accident. And it happened um, night before I was at a friend's house. We were up, like, talking. Um, I didn't go to bed till like, 4 in the morning. And my dad called me, like, 8-ish, I think. And he was like, get home. And so I was like, okay. Because <laughs> dad was kind of like, you know, yeah. <laughs> and so I, uh, my friend drove me to my car in town. And I drove home from there. I don't remember that drive at all. And then they called me, like, in the afternoon to go wakeboarding. And I hadn't gone to bed because I had stayed up um, feeding horses and, like, doing chores, you know, like, because I'm a, I'm a, I live in the country, so, or I did, um, yeah, and so, um, and then I left my, I got the okay, like, I, then they called me, like, at noon-ish to go wakeboarding, and I was like, I would love to go, that I never gone before, so I was like, I begged my dad to go, and like, I'm the favorite, <laughs> I mean, don't, <laughs> What, he told me that once, but he's like, you're my favorite, you know. So, um, and he was, he just couldn't say no, so he let me go. And my mom was at um, summer school teaching. And um, so I left the house, and we lived a quarter mile from the freeway. And I went out there, and um, I crossed into the median, and I was going to go left to go into town. But last minute, I went straight to go on the back road to pick my friends up. And I was hit by a van going 65. Um, and I had no airbags, and as you can see, it's a small car. Um, and um, like my seatbelt, I had no seatbelt, but I had the automatic shoulder belts, but not to hold me in, but otherwise I would have flown out of the car. Um, in the accident, I was shaken so badly, I suffered a brain injury, brain damage to my brainstem, um, which basically controls everything. Um, I lost part of my ear, but they still back on, it's okay. <laughs> um, and uh, you get, like my hair kind of hides it too, so you can't really tell. Um, not that it's it's not a big deal. And my teeth were knocked out, and um, or like partially, and like one was actually this one died. And I just had a root canal, um, but I don't feel pain. I don't feel pain, so that's a benefit. Um, but <laughs> so I was um, unconscious, and then. Um, my dad said he heard like the sirens and the crash and everything. We live quarter mile from there, and he went out to see me, and he saw like a big van. He knows me, but he saw a big van in the ditch, and then he saw looked and turned and saw my car, and he was just like, you know, his heart dropped, and um, he tells me that he just he just turned away and just you know, God, I can't be with her right now, but you can, and just comfort her. Um, and like he he could see I was breathing like I was alive because the paramedics had covered me with a sheet to keep me warm from hypothermia, so they kept me like I was like faintly breathing. Um, and then from there I was taking my ambulance to Rice the my hometown in Wisconsin, and um, from there I was airlifted to Luther Hospital in Eau Claire. And in the helicopter I actually stopped breathing which might have added to the brain image that I had. Um, but um, I 
made to the hospital, and I was in the ICU, and um, that was me in the coma. And at first they had me like a tube in my mouth, but um, they were like, after I was gonna be there for a while, they were like, well, we should get a more permanent uh, tracheotomy, um, just so that I could breathe easier and the nurses could work on me uh, easier. And so um, my mom didn't leave the hospital for like days, like probably two weeks. Um, and um, yeah, and so like, um, that's my dog, Bailey. He's dead now, but um, he, like, my first movements were to, to pet him, like, because I love animals and just, like, like I love horses and, like, that's part of me. So, like, ironic, or not ironic, but, you know, cool that I, you know, that was my first movement. So the, do the doctors were really encouraged that, like, I started moving, like, um, yeah, next slide. And that was, <laughs> I looked pretty, Lively there. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> I laughed myself. I'm sorry. Um, that was 28 days after the accident when I was like declared officially awake, but like I don't look like I'm like jumping down. Like I, <laughs> um, I'm not. I wasn't talking or walking at that point, and I wasn't um, really moving. But I was to be like considered awake. You have to be aware aware of your surroundings and like. Um, able, like a, a normal sleep and wake cycle, and that's where I was at, um, but, and like they took the trach out and put like a gauze, like heel to heel, um, next slide. And that was um, a week after the accident, or like after the, no, I, sorry, after the coma, I woke up from the coma. Chelsea and Josh, my sister Chelsea, she, um, oh, sorry, there's an E there. I, I presented this in Spanish to my Spanish class, and I forgot to fix that, because um, I'm bilingual too. Um, but anyways, um, they, were, they, they uh, were engaged, and then they planned their wedding, and then like sent out invitations, and like a week later, the accident happened, and they were like, what do we do? And they just kept, they prayed about it, and just felt like God was leading them to keep on with that, and luckily, like, I woke up a week before and I was able to go in a wheelchair. I don't remember any of the wedding really. I remember like, actually, I held up the wedding because <laughs> they had to like transport me like in a special, in the, in the wheelchair and like all that. But I went um, for like on a tour pass from the hospital. And I was like, can you hear me? Okay. And I was able to go. Um, and my nurse, Julian the Green, there, she took me. Um, and with my like personal aid for the day, um, yeah, and like all those doctors, like I know all their names, like Colleen, Renee, like Scott, the big tough guy, and like Crystal and Martha, and they're all really good. Like they, and they remember me still. Like next slide, sorry, I'm rambling on. Um, that's like I had speech therapy, occupational therapy, and physical therapy. Speech just like to. I couldn't talk for probably the first month after the accident, or after my book from the coma, so I had to like use the letter board to spell things. And um, I used, well, I could, before that I used yes, no, and bathroom. Because <laughs> like I couldn't, like I, just the words wouldn't come, and like I couldn't, like I was in there, but like I just couldn't. And then, um, actually, I, I still remember the Spanish I'd taken before that, 
so that it would translate Spanish on a letter board, but I couldn't speak at all. It was really frustrating, like, being inside your mind and just, like, not being able to express yourself, you know? Um, and I, I lost about um, 35 pounds of muscle. Like, I was a big weightlifter, and, like, so not not huge, but, like, I benched. <laughs> <laughs> I benched 150 and I squatted 310, which actually led to a back injury. Um, so, like, I was really into that, and I still I still left that. Um, but yeah, next slide. Oh, actually, that go back. That's my therapist, Mary Beth, in the middle of there. She's my one of my speech therapists, um, and I actually didn't like her at first. Like, I didn't like her in the hospital, but like now afterwards, I've like in college, I went on like running with her and like. She really encouraged me, um, and Andrea and Beth, and like Teresa, she was quite the lady. She was <laughs> kind of mean, like, I mean, not mean, but like pushed me, you know, and my dad liked her because she like made me do things and like made me, you know, not give up and like not that I wanted to give up, but just like she was annoying and um, <laughs> like in that picture, I think she was like, she was like stand up straight, you know, like really like drill sergeant. Um, <laughs> And in the picture above there, um, I had, uh, I couldn't, like, when I, before I, when I couldn't speak, then I couldn't speak, but, like, after I could, it was a barely whisper, and, like, it was because, like, the trach might have bumped something in my vocal cords, or, and also just because I didn't enough, did enough um, strength in my stomach to push the air up to speak, like, there's, like, four lungs you have to coordinate to speak, um, so it was pretty complicated um but yeah next slide and like and then um while that happened or like um on the bottom right my best friends and they're in cross country with me um and we ran together and but i always won um <laughs> not 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 to be like not to brag but like um it got really blessed me in like athletics and um in cross country and like I won conference, won sectionals, um, division one, and then I went on to state. And just like how that year before, like I was really good and like look promising for colleges and like gonna go to Indiana Wesleyan to run there, and it didn't work out, I guess. But you know, and then like um, the picture of the bike there, my dad, he bought a tandem recumbent bike so we could both ride, and then um, he like would strap me in. And I had like foot, foot clips on my feet so I could like get my mobility back, you know, and like because the first year of recovery is most like vital to like getting back your all your things because um, there's one girl you might know her actually. She, went, she goes to Northwestern now or she graduated. But like she had a brain injury two years after mine and like she didn't really keep up with the physical therapy. She really, she walks with a big discrepancy and it's really hard for her to like she has a job and um just hard um so i'm really thankful that my parents pushed me and like worked with me and like um i've been like healthy all my life like i've taken vitamins and like natural therapies chiropractic massage so that helps and acupuncture like all the needles <laughs> my dad said that one time there was a needle like a foot long like, on my head and like I couldn't see it, but like he told me there afterwards, and I was like, "Wow." Um, anyways, next slide. Um, and that was okay. Spanish. I love Spanish. Um, 
it was big for my heart and just like um, in college I went um, four times to Mexico with the University of Christian Fellowship and then in 2012 I went with a group from the cities here um, and then uh, 2013 the whole summer I was placed in uh, Puerto Rico for YouthWorks as a staff there it was beautiful like I, I love it so much but like it was hard work too um, but it was like I have great memories and then like it was cool because now I actually when I came back I had to find a new job and it was like only part-time with the Spanish Marine School in Forest Lake and that was like driving and like only working half-time that didn't work out so I moved home eventually and then the weekend I moved home it was cool like my past my Spanish pastor I went to the Spanish church and we got a new pastor and he was from Puerto Rico <laughs> And his wife, her hometown was Arecibo, like where I was living, and um, ironic. And then his sermon that day was, Como casa puede traer libertad a otros? How my prison can bring freedom to others. So like I thought like it was like a prison, like going home, like not being here at Substance Church, and like I love it here, you know. Um, but it was really, I mean, I brought like, I was able to like minister people there and like I was baptized again in Spanish and like I mean I was baptized as a new believer like at, when I was in my teens but I'd want to get baptized again in Spanish because it was yeah it's just cool and so I did that and yeah so next slide um, and that's like all after the accident um, did in college um, like I was crowned homecoming queen that's really cool and then um, like swing dancing, cliff jumping, and just like at a wedding, like just fun times. Um, those are just a few pictures. Um, next slide. And that's um, on the right, that's all, those are all Puerto Rico. And I got the one on the left there, that's, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I got a tattoo, um, but like my friend on the right there, Tatiana, she knew the guy and like it was clean and like it was legit, so don't worry. <laughs> but it was just a little tattoo, so it threw my, on my finger, so like not a big deal, you know. Um, and um, that's my team down there on the, on the bottom. Um, and like Camille and I are like best friends now, like she's from Florida and we both speak Spanish, we're like, we always speak in Spanish and it's so fun. And then like the top there, that was, um, at a, they had like a nice coffee shop we went to a lot and just like got like postre and our desserts and it was good. And that's me, okay, next slide. Sorry, oh, oh I, I missed a bunch. Okay, well, go back I guess. Um, well, I'm that were, there I'm wearing um, my grandma's marathon finisher shirt. Um, I guess I didn't include it, I didn't even follow my notes, um, but um, I uh, relearned how to run about three years post-accident because I, before the accident, I was like, you know, an athlete and like runner and um, I always wanted to do it again. And my doctor said that he predicted that it would take me three years to learn how to use a wheelchair and that I would never really walk and just like how God changed that and um, yeah, and it was three years after the accident about three and a half probably, um, that I relearned how to run again in therapy on like a treadmill with a harness. And then like I, kind of crazy, like in 2006, 
I set a goal, like life goals, like by age, by age 20 do this, or like, you know, and I wanted to run a marathon by the time I was 25. And that was before I could run. So that was kind of an ambitious goal, but I was like, I believe that God will do that for me, you know, like God knows our hearts and like our desires and like he delights to like bless us and like, I mean, so I did. Um, but like first I did the half marathon in 2010 um, and that one I barely finished because like I tripped and fell and actually that was the marathon, never mind, okay, but um, <laughs> so, but the marathon that was like the hardest part um, that I trained for um, in like mile two, my hip, I hurt that and then like mile seven, I tripped and fell and got a black eye, but I kept going. <laughs> and then like mile 17, my right knee, like I had never knee problems, but it just like gave out. And like I got went to the medical station, and, like they're like, I want to stop. I'm like, no. I'm like, this far, I'm not going to quit now. <laughs> so they taped me up, and then I finished like the last seven miles or like eight miles. And, um, and like it's kind of funny because like I was the cutoff time was seven hours and it took me this is embarrassing six forty eight fifty five so I just just made it um, praise God um, but just like um, like how God empowered me to do that and I mean I before that like, I was in biking a lot so I biked a ninety mile bike race. Um, around like Winnebago, Wisconsin, that took me like eight hours. But um, it's just like some getting back to my athletics and just like um, God's really restored that part of my body. I mean, I don't, I'm not perfect. I'm like I probably will always have like differences and like I, my body will never be like it was, but um, it's close enough, you know, close enough. Um, and I know that um, when. Um, he told me that he wanted me to, or to touch on a couple of things that he mentioned in his email. I lost the sheet. Um, is there a white sheet over there on the floor? Or cream? Oh, here it is. Sorry. Right. Right. Um, and just like, um, okay. Um, the most difficult thing, things in or during my recovery um, probably were, uh, there's a lot, a lot, um, but um, it was, you know, God was refining my heart through it, um, and, um, sorry, I lost my place, place here, I like notes, I, my notebook is, I go through one, like one a month, um, Sorry, I'm wasting your time. Sorry. Um, okay, the most difficult things during recovery um, was the loss of my short-term memory, um, which is the effect of the brain injury, um, and it still happens sometimes. So, like, often tell your name like five million times, or um, like Jenny, I know not because I like talk with her and pray with her, and like, but it takes time sometimes um, and just like normalcy because I was not like 
uh, this is like almost 11 years post accident. Like early on, I was not very like, I couldn't really stand. I couldn't really like walk. Um, it was hard. It, I wanted to be like normal again. And I would always like dream of the day when I'd be normal, but like you're never really normal, I guess, again. But, and just like how I was unable to before because I couldn't like do gymnastics or like run. And like, I ran a five minute mile. I couldn't do that. I couldn't, like, I was the varsity gymnastics all four years and like, I couldn't do that either. And it was really like, I lost my identity, but then I refound that identity in Christ. And just like how that, um, really like, just like how Christ redeemed that. Um, and oh, just like how Christ redeemed love, like that's really, I read that book like, a couple years ago and just like, really impacted me, so I got a tattoo on that. Um, <laughs> just like, it's so good. Um, and there are tattoos in the Bible, like Jesus has one on his thigh, so look in Revelation 19. Um, so yes. Um, but anyways. And just like, also one of the, the difficult things was um, slowness in my, my physical healing because it took time and like you think like a, oh like a broken leg you'll be like you know a couple months but like broken brain is much different um, and it, it just seemed to me to take time but um, as in Second Peter five or three nine like God is not slow in like fulfilling his, fulfilling his promises He's like just waiting for like the right timing and like He refined my heart. Um, and God makes all things beautiful in his time, right? Um, so, um, and that, that brought me closer to God because if I had, um, had like a quick, reco quick recovery, like I would have probably just been like, oh great, you know, like I'm better now and just it would have been okay and yeah. Um, and then also um, he asked me um, if I ever had anger or doubt with God um, which is in interesting that he asked that because, um, like when I was in the coma, like in the coma, there are stages you go, a, a person goes through, like, um, there's like seven, I think, but one of them is, um, like you have, they have like fits of rage and like they're screaming and swearing, um, and my parents and everyone just like prayed that I would not go through that and like, I just passed through it, and I didn't even go through that. So like, and like God has restored me joy. Like I have so much joy now. Like before the accident, I was probably yeah, I was happy, but it's like now I'm joyful, you know. And like there's a difference. Um, and um, I never doubted God, and like I always trusted. Like I remember like there was one night in the hospital that had no visitors. My parents had to go home for the night because they had to take care of my other siblings, and like. I was like, oh, I'm like, what if I had died? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then I'm just like, you know what? Someday God will, like, make this good. And God will, like, bring me for my pain. Mm -hmm. And there's a really, oh, you should probably give it. Um, CJ. It's a song called uh, Beauty from Pain by Super Chick. You can play it while I'm talking. Um, but it, it's really good. And, like, that really comforted me over the, over the years. Just, like, God will bring beauty from pain. And just, like of my heart and just like all that. Um, and then the last question, like how did the Holy Spirit comfort and teach me? Um, 
he just comforted me and assured me of a hopeful future. And kind of like the phrase, you know, hope is an anchor for my soul. I have my bracelet. I'm sorry, Joe. Um, and just like, it just taught me reliance on God and humility because I was used to being like, I was pretty self-sufficient. My dad told me that like when I was a junior, like I was ready to move out of the house and like live on my own pretty much. And, um, and it really taught me like acceptance of like my lot. And um, when I was in 2006, my family went on a, on a bike trip to Birchwood, which is like 30 miles away for like camping. And um, I was up one early in the morning before everyone got up and reading and I discovered my life verse, and it's the best. Ecclesiastes 5, 19 through 20. And um, I kind of personalized it for like a female, so take it as you will. Um, but um, therefore, whenever, when God gives um, any woman um, like wealth and possessions and it enables her to accept her lot and be happy in her work, this is a gift of God. She seldom reflects on the days of her life because God keeps her occupied with gladness of heart. And just like, that's really good. Um, that's like, I, I accept where I am now. And like, I mean, I'm on the other side now. I'm like, I'm not where I was, obviously. But like, even if I was, I have to, like, I'd be accepted. And like, his power is glorify my weakness. And um, like, because they allow me to like rely on others and rely on him to um, to help me and to not be so self-sufficient or like a lone ranger Christian, you know, like there are plenty of those out there and I don't want to be one. So, um, yeah. Um, and then, oh yeah, my devotion today, it was really good. I thought I'd share part of it. Um, It kind of relates to that too. Like, it is a positive crime to be weak in God's strength. So just like, I was weak and like, I mean, but He is strong, and through that, I am more than blessed. Um, so yeah, if you, you want to just play that song? Oh, should I give you a bunch? Oh, okay. Um, well, you can pl play Beauty from Pain first. Um, that one's really good. And that kind of relates the to the accident, too. Like, it kind of depicts like the day of, kind of, and just like what I went through.
C.S. Lewis, and um, a quote by him that I really um, appreciate is that God is going to take me through this, but I'm always going to limp. Um, and just like um, a message I heard on Genesis 32, 22-32, was about like how when um, Jacob wrestled with God, and like he was given, like God touched him, and like he touched his hip, and then he's a limp from that. And I wrote, like, a note on my website, um, just, like, how I've been touched by God. And that's kind of, like, showing that, you know? Um, and, like, 
but like it's like like I have scars like scars are beautiful you know they show all the way you've been um yeah and then I, um Jenny's gonna just read some verses that I just thought of that reflection that um I really liked um kind of for me like from the accident but then also just like for the whole group just encourage you guys um if you're going through anything right now um I don't know what you, like I mean definitely there's things in college that, you, that are difficult so yeah but just gonna read um Hebrews 10 32 um through 39 Also, um, 1 Corinthians 10.31. Um, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. That's my, my baby. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I have a note in here, so I wanted to read that, too. Um. <laughs> So basically it says, um, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do with the glory of God. So whatever you're doing. Um, and just like I was so like encouraged this past week. Just like, does anyone know Eric Liddell? He was the Olympian that ran. Yeah. Um, Scottish Olympian, he's awesome. Um, like, um, and like, and actually last week, Dan and everyone, like they prayed for me for my, like, for my legs and like, and I felt like I went running on Thursday, Friday, and I ran for like three hours. I f- it just felt so good. And I felt like I could run like before the accident, like um, when I was running and walking for three plus hours, I just couldn't stop going. I felt new again. I could run without any hindrances, like in Isaiah 40 or 31. And I really that when Dan and friends prayed for us, my legs, um, then my Mobility was loosed as it is in heaven. Just like in, um, I met this guy, in, um, former pastor in, in Caribou when I was reading one time. And he prayed that for me too. Um, and I felt so fast. And I felt like I was having a great time in God's creation and doing what I was created for to bring him glory. Every step is a triumph. Um, and just like I can say with Eric Lydell that I believe God made me for a purpose, but he also made me fast. And like I felt really fast. Like, oh, it was so good. 
and when I run, I feel it's pleasure. Um, and he, like, he was an Olympi Olympian that he went around that Sunday um, because it was on a Sunday, and he said that, but like he loved running, and that not to run would be to dishonor God. So like, whatever I am doing, um, yeah, it's really good. Um, but yeah, so. But just praise God with me, um, yeah, for what he's done.